to Day's End with Adrian Manley. I am your host, partner, friend, Adrian Manley, welcoming you to another episode, another edition of our lovely little chatcast as we continue on trudging down the avenue of inspiration, shall we? All right then, day 25 of our commitment challenge. Lo, many weeks ago, we started on this commitment challenge to eat right, cut out the unhealthy things in our life, try to really fight to be our best self, identify those things we need to work on and continue to support each other to a healthier way of being, healthier way of looking at the world. And on day 25, I'm going to go 80-20 on how it's going. I felt like 80% of my day today was pretty good, which is not a bad percentage. When I first woke up in the morning, I wasn't great. But as the day wore on, I got all right. What I'm learning about myself is that I need to continue to do the things that feel good, continue to eliminate things that don't feel good. But most of all, continue to... Focus on what you want and what I want and not what I don't want. Focus on the things that are coming towards you. Focus on the things you want to bring towards you. Focus on where you're going with your dreams and your goals. And if you busy yourself getting busy, then guess what? You don't have time to sit around hoping for things you don't have. Oh, it's tempting. Oh, it's very tempting. Patience is a learned, learned behavior. I'm not very good at patience. I'm not a big fan of patience, but I'm learning to embrace patience because with patience comes a bit of maturity. With patience comes the idea that you don't have to continually say sorry after the fact. With patience, a lot of times you can continue to be on the same path you're on after a couple of deep breaths. Oh, I've had times in my life where I didn't have patience, where I've gone off on the hip and uh, made some rash decisions, made some emotional decisions, impromptu decisions, burned a few bridges in 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 those moments. Maybe stayed somewhere I shouldn't have stayed for too long. But you know what? It's all right. It's all a learning challenge. It's all a learning curve throughout the whole, your whole life. All you're doing is learning. Those things that you call mistakes, let's now call them learning opportunities. And as you learn, you realize, oh, I don't have to stay in that mood all day. I can pop out of it. Oh, I don't have to stay in this attitude all day. I can pop out of it. So if you do find yourself being impatient or being grumpy or being, uh, you know, ungrateful or why me attitude, it's easier to pop yourself out of it. Because if you don't allow yourself to stay in it and you say, that's it, I'm getting out, then guess what? You're out. It's like if you're in jail and you've got the key and it's in your pocket. And you say, you know what, I'd rather be in this jail. 
complaining. Feels bad in here, safe in here, and set out in a cool, cruel world. Because once I get out, then what do I got to do? Once I get out of this jail, and I've got the key, so I'm not locked in. So once I choose to leave here, then I have to decide what's next. Then I have to decide what's on the other side. And sometimes on the other side can be scarier than what's in front of you in a jail. They always say that with blokes that are getting out of jail. They've been in for a long time. Sometimes they commit a crime just to go back in. Because that's where they feel safe. That's where they feel secure. I've read books about guys like that, you know, they can't sleep at night in a regular house. Feels too open, feels too vulnerable. It's interesting what games the mind will play on you, if you allow it. And so as we move on here on day 25, I want to say to you that all is not lost. If you were impatient today, take a deep breath, start again tomorrow. I mean, we've talked about so many things these first 25 days, perseverance. We've talked about self-starting, we've talked about being uh, yourself, we've talked about so many things. And so what's the most important of all of them? I mean, who knows? That's up to you to decide. But I do know that sitting on day 25 of this episode and this challenge in my life, it does feel good to be moving towards it. I feel I'm closing the gap between what I want and where I am now. I'm starting to see a little closing the gap. And that's alright. That feels good. Going to continue on that path. Because some days you won't want to continue. So you have to just remind yourself of the times when you did. And the times when you do. Because we all look around. Even the most intellectual of us. Even the most spiritually enlightened of us. Even the ones, the most minimalist of us. We all look around. And sometimes the words will whisper in the ear. Ah, don't you should have that big house. Or you should have that big car. You should have that much money in the bank. You should be wearing those clothes. You should be with that woman, that man. You're not good enough. Your life's not good enough. Because I need these things to be good enough. They've got a better house than I have. Now they 
can be anyone you make it out to be. In any way, any shape, any form, it's all in your mind. They've got a better life than me. Look at their Instagram. Look at their Twitter. Look at their Facebook. Look at their TikToks. They've got all kinds of life happening over there. Me, I'm at home. Yeah, I pop out occasionally to do my thing, but man, where's the excitement, man? My life's not exciting. Their life is exciting. They're happy. They're living in a big house. They're driving fancy cars all over. That's what I need to be happy, they say. And that's what you say to yourself on some days and some moments. That's what I need to be happy. Why can't I have that? My life isn't fulfilled if I don't have that. I say to you, your life is filled when you're happy. There is nothing wrong with having nice things. There's nothing at all wrong with wanting nice things. There's nothing at all wrong with working to get nice things. The problem is sometimes our priorities get twerked, tweaked, turned around. You have to enjoy what you're doing and then the money and the things are just perks. They come with doing with what you love. Just do what you love to do. And then if you get rich from it, great. Good on you. Enjoy your cars and your houses. But when the cars and houses start to run you, when the cars and houses and all the fancy things start to define you, what are we left with? What are we doing? It happens to all of us. We all fall in the trap. It's hard not to in this world. Everybody's always popping off. There's an old... Used to be in the old days. There was old money and there was new money. Where I grew up. So in the old money people, they were wealthy. They were wealthy. I mean, they had I mean, like stacks. But they never showed it. Sure, they lived in a nice, you know, proper nice house. Had an, you know, an older but nice car. Nothing flashy. Wore a lot of the same clothes. Got a friend right now. One of the wealthiest blokes I know carries around an iPhone 4. Doesn't even blink. Never been in a coffee shop. Doesn't spend his money on coffee. It's a waste. Drives like a, you know, basic car. Nice, but basic. Wearing the same clothes he's probably had since, you know, High school, no, just kidding, but college, for real. 
I'm sure he's got some clothes in there. He's still got on from college. Because why? Doesn't matter. He knows what he's got. He doesn't have to prove it to anyone. He knows who he is. He's not popping off in a Benz and big diamonds everywhere. Not rolling up to his daughter's school, trying to impress everyone. Because he knows who he is. I mean, President Obama even said, there's a great clip of Obama, he's doing a round table with Jay-Z and he says, you know, I never understood something, you know, if you know that you can get girls, then you don't feel the need to surround yourself with 15, 20 scantily clad girls. You just know, I don't need all that. That's the difference between being rich and being wealthy. Rich people show their wealth all over the place. They want to make sure that you know that they're rich. Wealthy people, it's exactly the opposite. They don't want you to know that they have money. It's gauche. It's improper to even talk about it. Why? Because they know they got it. It's the same thing with spirituality. It's the same thing with your inner being. You want to be spiritually wealthy, don't we? I don't need to show you how spiritual I am. I don't need to post pithy comments every day on my social media about how spiritual I am. For you to think that I am so spiritual. I want to be spiritually wealthy so that if I never say anything to you about spirituality at all and we know each other, you will say to yourself or to your mate or whoever, you know that guy man, he's really together. Just something about that guy. He's really together, man. He's a really decent, peaceful person. Always treats me kindly, with respect. He's a good guy, that guy. That's spiritually wealthy. Where people know you from your actions, not from your words or from your little posts. There's a lot of spiritually rich people out there. Tossing around all their spiritual adverbs. Showing you all the yoga classes they're going to. Showing you all the church they're going to. Show you how much money they're donating to charity. How many non-profits they're starting. How their kids are starting non-profits. How their grandmothers are starting non-profits. How the dogs starting a non-profit. How the dog's dog is starting a non-profit and how we're also patting each other on the back because we're so great and we're going to go to parties and we're going to say, oh, we're giving this to the poor. Isn't that so great? We're giving this to the poor. 
And guess what? You're not giving shit to the poor because by the time you end up paying all those people that you've hired for the non-profit, the poor get about 2% of the gross. Don't believe me? Check it out online. Spiritually rich. Let me show you how much I can do for you. Let me show you how much I can do for everyone. Let me show you how great I am. Let me show you how spiritual I am. Don't you see me in church here every Sunday? I'm down front. I've got my hands up. I'm praising. I'm doing the whole thing. Go to mosque every week. I'm saying my prayers all the time. You know what I'm saying? Spiritually rich. I have nothing against religion. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for it. I just want people to be wealthy instead of rich. The greatest Christians I've ever known never said one word about themselves. They never had to tell you that they was helping people. The people they helped would come out of the woodwork talking about how they've helped them. And that's what I encourage you to do. On today's day, day 25 of our challenge, today I challenge you to be spiritually wealthy. To start building your spiritual wealth along with your financial wealth, along with your family wealth, along with your health wealth. I know that rhymes, but it's true. With your body wealth, if for lack of a better term. I challenge you to start getting wealthy instead of rich. Don't tell me what a great something fill in the blank you are. Don't post all the time about how great you are or what you're doing. I challenge you to don't say anything about yourself for the next day until we see each other tomorrow. Just do your best to be wealthy and see what happens. Do your best to help others. Do your best in your work. Do your best in your family. Do your best with your body. If you're losing weight right now out there on this 25-day challenge, trust me, you don't have to ask anyone if you're losing weight. They're seeing the results. So I challenge you today, let's get spiritually wealthy. Instead of rich. Follow me on Adrian Manley Official on Instagram. Thank you so much for your DMs or your messages. I look forward to seeing everyone on day 26. Good night.